you are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah since 1998. Whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in the mix to bring you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio for the Masses. A mix of old and new school music as well as news commentary and interviews. You got myself on a mix and commentary in, DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro, John Judah. What's going on there, Judah? Yes, we're going to make it hot times. Fuse box, of course, is better. Joey Kundalini back on the soon, you see. Rocco Rosanna Dana just bringing it at you. Of course, Fuse Box Radio, Black Radio is back.com, making it hot, my people. These infusions must be y'all. Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Can't complain. Glad to be in the mix, as always, to crank out another weekly three hour block of goodness to the masses. Of course, much love and appreciation to all of our listeners, whether they're back from the foundation or people who just um, found a show in the present, whether through some of our wonderful broadcast affiliates, big love and shouts out to them, or um, via the podcast, whether they get it on iTunes, Zoom, Flycast, or um, TuneIn Radio, or any other means folks get the um, Fusebox Radio um, RSS feeds on demand, as well as some of the websites that post our show up. So, yeah, in a pretty good mood. Um, feeling a lot better than the past week or two when you know on that week two weeks ago i was severely sick and you know people hear the voice has a little bit of boom back in it and all of that good stuff so yeah man i'm ready to crank out some um joints got a lot of nice some old and new school tracks for this week um we got some interviews that we kind of got to keep under wraps right now until they drop But uh, both myself and Judah have been going kind of crazy on that end, so um, it's it's going to be a jam-packed um, time frame coming up for the summer and the fall, so definitely stay tuned for the, our folks who like the Fusebox Radio interviews and all, all of that good stuff. And um, one quick event announcement before we go ahead and get into our regular Fusebox Radio spiel, as... Um, one has said before, um, both myself and Judah have been running around a whole lot the past few months and continuing to run around for the um, upcoming month, whether it's um, private type of events or um, public joints and what have you. And the Fusebox Radio fam is actually going to be in Philadelphia at the end, <coughs> excuse me, at the end of July. I'm pulling up the info right now. I know it's been a while since some people have heard either myself or John Judah run our mouths on a panel, and that's what's going to be going down at the Philly Music Summit. Um, Pardon me, everybody. Um, I want to get all the detailed information and stuff right, so I'm pulling up the flyer and whatnot. Um, But yeah, it's going to be the last Saturday, excuse me, of July. Actually, the flyer is right. Um, in the front on the black radio is back.com website and um, yeah people can click right on the flyer and go to the um, particular site there's gonna be a lot of um, 
good folks from the indie and major music industry there as well as you know showcase and all that good stuff it ain't gonna run nobody's pockets because i know some of these you know music conference things or whatever sometimes end up being being a scam i've got caught up in some truth be told as an attendee and all that type of stuff we're like word i ain't learned a damn thing up in here you see a whole bunch of cats ice grilling each other and um all of that stuff and i gotta say the lineup you know not even just me being me like well we're gonna be on there it's gonna be hot which i think is true but you know there are a whole bunch of solid people who are gonna be in the mix at this so if you happen to be in that part of the east coast or be traveling in that part of the east coast on Saturday, July 30th, um, 2011, definitely roll through 12 to 8 p.m. at Patterson's Place on 6021 Cecil B. Moore <clears throat> Road over in Philadelphia. You can go to Philly's Live The Experience Music Summit at blogspot.com. And if you're like, man, Fusion, that's a little too long to memorize, go to blackradiosback.com right on the front page. You will see the flyer there. Shouts out to um, Dozy and the Get Go Productions people. And um, yeah, you get to meet folks like me, um, A&R folks from Universal Records, Atlantic Records, um, management heads who write for sites like Hip Hop DX, um, heads from ASCAP. Uh, one of our um, affiliate radio station reps actually is going to be through with um, Sky from Skyhook Radio. Big shouts out to her, real good people. Hey. And a um, ton of other folks, so definitely click on and check it out. Just wanted to make that quick announcement. And um, let me do the quick um, Fusebox Radio spiel before we get into some um, <coughs> commentary and other good talk. Um, you can go to the official Fusebox Radio broadcast website at any time at FuseboxRadioOnline.com. F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E. Dot com. If you want to touch base on the social networks, um, I'm usually on one of them the majority of the time during the week. Um, they all end with Fusebox Radio, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O. So Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube, um, Vimeo, all of that good stuff. You can find some type of Fusebox Radio goodness and everything. And if you want to check out all of our broadcast affiliates who have great programming and writing and all that good stuff from our um, indie um, land radio stations and the LPFMs to um, the internet radio stations and websites and all that good stuff, you can go right to the blackradioisback.com website, which is our official blog, which is why people hear us mention it so much. And at the top of blackradioisback.com, there is a link for Fusebox Radio Broadcast Radio and website partners. You can click on there, find all the places that uh, we're at at the present. And like I said, check them out. You know, there's good content there. I mean, of course, we're on there, and that's awesome. And we highly appreciate that because that gets us to more of y'all, the listener, to groove to this and listen to our commentary and agree and disagree. And, um, yeah, support. Support independent media. Because independent media is pretty much it's the last bastion of anything diverse and awesome, just about. You might get a little bit of that stuff here and there in the mainstream, but the foundation comes from right cheer and all that good stuff. So. Um, wanted to say that. Shout out to Oh Hell No Blog and Planet Ill, of course, for... Um, our writing contributions to those outlets each week, whether it's through New Music Tuesday on OhHellNall.com, where we do um, album reviews. I just did an album review for um, Beyonce's latest album. 
um, four. If you want to check that out, and the weekly indecent exposure section at Planet Ill, where independent music heads from all different types of music genres get love and shine. So you know, you'll see a lot more than hip hop and R and B on uh, both um, sites of stuff when I um, do the writing. So. Love to them, as always, for supporting the Fusebox Radio vibe for a long time, actually, with some people. So, that's definitely what's up. And, um, yeah, I think that part of the spiel is done. We got um, all three new segments of the um, commentary this week of Black Agenda Report, um, Free Press's Media Minutes, and the, um, <coughs> excuse me, Black University Radio Network Direct Effects segments. Um, loved all the folks who um, lay down the foundation over there. For that goodness And um, last year on the Black Radio is back.com Website um, Both myself and John Judah This is a labor of love But it is a labor And all this type of stuff does cost some loot And um, we have at the top of Black Radio is back Um, If people dig the content of any of the stuff that we do um, Feel free to drop a little change in the PayPal bucket it's secure, you know what I'm saying? You know, ain't ain't nobody here doing doing no evil grifting or whatnot. And if you can, it'll be awesome. We appreciate it. Um, either way, just spread the word and listening. Um, we highly appreciate you, girls. But I just wanted to mention that little portion. So, <coughs> pardon me. So that's done. And um, oh, um, during the earlier part of this week, Father's Day passed. And um, every single day, big up to all the fathers and father figures who play a role um, in our lives in a positive light. And um, I definitely think folks should big up single fathers because they really don't get as much props as they should. We get, in our community, we get the single mom vibe. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Andrew. I definitely get to give a shout out to single fathers. I, I was really excited <laughs> about single fathers, so. I, I, I definitely know the value of fathers and um, the only parent there being a man being a father and you know fathers running the house and you know what I'm saying and, um, I, I, the way my situation was I almost wouldn't have wished it to be any other way really but um, yeah big up to the fathers in general and um, know that God recognized you if you know these devils down here don't no, no doubt. Keep moving and keep and keep doing what's right. All right. No doubt, no doubt. And for all those folks who, in some way, you know, play a supporting role or maybe play the only role, depending on how your life is, um, whether it's you know mentors, uncles, cousins, cats around the way, whatever have you that you know try to give you that positive male influence. Um, for, for women and men You know We have to give Lots of credit for that You know what I mean So Big up to all the daddies man, For real Not not the sperm donors Not the folks who on Father's Day Just want to pop up Because they want a card Or something But you know For for all those real men Who do their thing And want to continue Being positive In the community Oh yeah Also I wanted to tell These good men That you realize There are some people Who use good men For sperm, for sperm. Just as There are men Who are sperm donors There are people Who like sperm donors And then tell the child That the man Wasn't no good Very but true But in He didn't want a man around They just wanted the baby So good men Have to be aware Of witches Such, such type witches That exist And <coughs> Pardon me mm-hmm. um, a, a family In the strongest thing In the strongest form Is a man and a woman for us to think otherwise 
is a form is, is, is an evil spirit that is we have embraced. Alright? Word up there, Judah. And um yeah, I know on both our ends we definitely had um different experiences. But overall, you know, having blood has some pretty good um fellas in our lives in some way, shape, or form. Right. So, you know, I, I had to mention that for um this week's show, so love all our good fathers and our good men in general, man. We're real talk. Right. So got that right. part done. So big heart to love for everybody. Yay. Okay. Right. <coughs> pardon me and pardon me everybody for this cough. Allergies are acting up here in the humid east coast of the United States where we um reside in our broadcasting right now. Alright. And um let me see here. Yeah, let's get into a little bit of um random news and commentary before we get into the tunes and all of that good stuff. Um let me see here. Where do I even want to start? It's kind of a weird week this week in the um world o news. Um Man, we got some good news to show, yeah. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, I guess we'll start with, like, music-related news first, just because a lot of that's happened this past week. Um, James Roseman, a.k.a. Jimmy Henchman, got caught in New York this week. And, um, for those who might not be familiar with Jimmy Henchman off the, um, name mention, um, he's been a big music manager for a while. He's been, um, accused of having a role in Tupac Secure's 1994 shooting. In terms of getting the people to actually shoot him. And um, other various things. Um, some people might be familiar with him with his role in Sar Entertainment as a manager. He's managed the game and a whole bunch of other people. And um, yeah, dude, supposedly has a history. But um, he didn't run away for whatever reason. I don't know. Because he already had other accusations against him before this particular situation happened with um, Tupac shooting allegations. He um, has had some drug um, <coughs> excuse me. He's had some drug charges against him, where people are saying that he's been laundering um, that that cocaine money and all that stuff. And uh, one of the things that get me is I'm like, dude, you know, whether you did something or not, still staying in the states was was kind of slow. I don't know why people had tires or whatever, but I'm like, they they said they caught him not too far from the W Hotel in Midtown Manhattan. And, and he had a foot chase with Fed agents um, <clears throat> in the streets and got caught up. So wait, he got caught up as a result of the Tupac thing or is that sort of some drug thing? Well, they're saying the drug thing for now. They're still, quote unquote, researching the Tupac situation. But they're saying uh, that he's supposedly part of a massive cocaine conspiracy. These are, you know, accusations, you know, innocent of proven guilty and all that. But um, they say he's been um, laundering some serious um, bread and all the other type of stuff. So if that happens and then the Tupac stuff comes out or whatever else, it's not going to be a good situation for that man. But we'll no, see what no, happens. No, no. Well, one thing I thought was interesting is that um, <laughs> I, mean, um, I hope he gets caught. I hope he gets hope. I hope I hope he has the same thing happen to him that happened to Tupac. Um, one thing that's very interesting is I think we mentioned the last time is that. Um, He's not African-American, this dude. And um, it's easy for black people who are not African-American to do things to African-Americans. Look at that Conrad Murray, the dude, Michael Jackson's um, doctor. If he was black-American, I don't think he'd have been that callous toward Mike. I don't believe that. 
And like homeboy, I think he wouldn't have been, he might not have been whatever, but you know. But, um, you know, when African Americans shine, the devil and his followers have a problem with that. You know, they can look black, they can look Asian, they can look Latin, and they can look white. You know what I'm saying? And, um, uh, unfortunately, sometimes people use people from overseas or from other countries to try to hurt and inflict harm because they don't have, they're not used to sensibilities. Like, some people come to America and look down African Americans because they haven't really been used to dealing with them. They, they, they go off the lies or whatever. But anyway, enough on that. I hope this dude goes down. If he had anything involved in Tupac's um, shooting, I hope, I, I hope he goes down in the worst way. If, if he has something to do with Tupac shooting, I think a lot of other people are going to go down. I, you know, I'm not necessarily the hugest conspiracy theorist in the world, as some people want to use that as a negative terminology. I do believe in conspiracies because they do happen. That's just a lot of the, the realm of history. <laughs> but, you know, if if he goes down, if somebody's going to try to get him to go down, I think there's going to be a, lo- a lot of singing. And a lot of that singing might be some some notes that nobody wants to hear, but we'll see, man. We'll, we'll definitely see. Oh, pardon me. Next up on the music story, and I thought that was kind of interesting before we get into some other stuff. Um, we'll go a little bit on the backwards, and we can get uh, political and all the other stuff, but we'll do the entertainment stuff right now. Um, reggae superstar Buju Banton got sentenced for 10 years in jail this week on charges of conspiracy to possess with the intent to distribute cocaine, position of a firearm or furtherance of drug trafficking offense and using a phone to facilitate a drag tra- drug trafficking offense. Um, if people um, don't remember, it was around, I think, 2009 or so, um, he got caught up um, with a sting with an informant where, you know, supposedly words were exchanged and they were supposed to distribute a big old amount of cocaine and whatnot. Now, Bougie was saying that he was just fronting to seem street affiliated, but I'm like, if you didn't do anything and all that was just a bunch of talk, you talked to the wrong person, homie. And now you got 10 damn years in jail for showing off to some Negro who probably wasn't worth nothing no way. Because let's face it, whether the brother is guilty or not of such a thing, fact of the matter is the legal system likes tying up people in these drug conspiracies here in the States. That's just a fact. You could be the dude who knows a dude who knows a dude, but if you may know the wrong dude and, and they trace that phone call or whatever else, or some of these cats, they just lie, but supposedly bougie stuff was like all recorded or whatever. Um, you're in a bad place, yo. You're in a serious bad place. And some of these criminal cats, you know, they're essentially on the leash of the feds. Like, they had to bring people into jail one way or the other so they could either get a loose sentence or be free and still end up doing their dirt. And um, for people who um, read the book Raw Law from the brother who um, writes the legal advice column in Don Diva and other types of stuff, this thing is serious and they don't play. I mean, right now, you got a man who's in jail, again, whether he's guilty or not, for 10 years in fed prison who's going to be away from his kids supposedly 15 kids which is a whole other thing that, that's not that it is a whole other thing I mean damn that's that third grade that's that third grade thing that most of us haven't gotten over and we celebrate 
Yeah. One thing is this also about the Boot Dubon Town thing. I, I, you know, I know being come up in Jersey, I know I came from Jamaican. And I've had some of Jamaicans even start to say that a lot of the things that happened bad to them, whether it's Marcus Garvey or whether it's um, Rastafarian movement or even Joe people, was influenced by African Americans or if African Americans brought the downfall and not Jamaicans. Let's clear something up. Um, Jamaicans do sell out other Jamaicans Rastas do sell out Rastas And there is homosexuality in Jamaica Let's clear all that up You know what I'm saying The devil is in Jamaica too You know what I'm saying let's, you know, let's, not be, let's not be fooled by any foolishness That all the wickedness Is in America Of course a lot of wickedness is in America And black people in the western world Who have been here almost affected the most Have been African American But you know I'm pretty sure that the people who messed with him were people were locals with access from the island who had who 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 who, who, who responded selling out just like every other human being. No doubt. And I mean, I think the thing that gets me is that it's all just really a shame because I'm like, if you did something just to show out, because they're even saying um, when you read the stories in the Jamaica Observer and. NPR and other spots that have been reporting this story. And shout out to a Miss Info TV um, for having a very excellent link up and research on her site about this particular case. Um, the thing was, they were like, there was never any money put into the quote unquote drug deal or any profit that ever came. It was a lot of talk, but enough of that talk happened where they were able to get, you know, his ass in jail. And whatnot because supposedly it was that believable for stuff to happen. And the thing that's a shame about Bougie Bantan is besides the music talent, I mean, he has a history of having done a lot of stuff within not just his community in Jamaica, but the international community. Much less family stuff or whatever else. And it's like showing off to cats who don't care about you got you in more trouble than most of us have ever experienced like some of us might get in some trouble or some like emotional nonsense or whatever else and we try to show off for people that don't necessarily care about us because we don't know but that's 10 years in jail and even with maybe you know time served or whatever else, that brother's gonna at least probably be in jail for about three years if not more depending on how the parole situation and stuff is you know probably at least half the sentence so, I don't know. I think a lot of lessons can be learned from the Bougie Bantam story, man. It's, it's just really a shame. I mean, you got to think, this is a man who about a year or so ago got a Grammy for his last album. And because it's some nonsense that they're going to be in jail, man. I don't know. So, people who want to, you know, front that front and front that street, this might be an extreme story, but look at what happens. This is a prime example. We need money to help pay bills and to buy food, but loving it to any day for it, people kind of get in trouble. And, uh, you, know, you know, the bed was made, baby. Yeah, bad situation. Yeah, they that joker. Yeah, bad, bad, bad situation, man. I mean, I don't hope that's for people's family or whatever else. And if, and if it truly is a setup and people, you know, unleash that info and find out, I hope a lot of folks learn a lesson, yo. I mean, people do what they do. Um, I've had a very diverse life experience, so I'm not one of these people who act like I don't know about what happens streetwise or people, you know, doing what it takes to survive hardly. But this is a situation where, again, if you were just trying to front like you were a part of a life, 
and you got caught up with the wrong people. And with him, you know, that brother was a name too, besides just being another Negro who got caught up. That ruined lot. That ruined a life. That changed the course of a life. Even if he gets out tomorrow, his life changed. No doubt. So you know, you gotta put that out that way. Um, and then also, people can struggle, but as you say, the Creator God only has you to sell sell drugs, which was meant to destroy the black community. So God, God says you can't do nothing else but destroy your people. That ain't God. That's the devil. But anyway. Pardon me, no doubt, no doubt. Um, now let's get into another um, kind of poignant and quick story before we get into maybe one or two little silly joints. Um, very bugged out story on the Think Progress website, thinkprogress.org. And, um, I just actually got to check not terribly long ago. And in terms of, since we've just been talking about this entire prison situation, which is kind of funny how all this ties in. Um, for everybody who thinks this thing is a game or think that a prison industrial complex does not exist and can only survive off of cats who get in jail, which in the, the United States is usually people of color, that's the vast majority of people, fair or unfair. Um, there was a study done by the Justice Policy Institute where they chronicle political strategies of private prisons to continue making money through harsh legal policies and longer jail sentences and one of the things that's interesting about this situation is in the um, report they know that while the number of people in prison you know the increase was about maybe 16% total in the states the number that increased in private federal and state facilities increased by 120% for the feds and 33% for the state facilities. Now, this is important because people got to think that besides maybe not necessarily want to have people in their communities to try to go ahead and improve stuff, there is an economic system tied in to having people do dumb business or get caught up in dumb laws to be in prison and essentially work for like indentured servitude. Like when people hear about, oh, you know, a cat got a job in the prison, um, well, the old school thing was making license plates, but now they do everything from make computer chips to whatever else in these prison systems right now. Um, much less these towns that kind of survive off of prisons. When you look at a private prison going to one of these little podunk towns, and then, you know, you got people who are guards and food stuff around there and all that type of thing, you know, you have entire towns whose economic viability is based off of having as many people fill that jail as possible and getting government subsidies and all other types of stuff so you know this gets deep and looking into the Buju Banton story and maybe some people even know folks who got caught up because of you know they hung out with the wrong person at the wrong time or talked to the wrong person at the wrong time and they got a jail sentence that's you know extremely cheap labor for not just these people who own these private prisons but the company that you know do business with these type of prisons and what have you and they were talking about in the past um year about a million dollars was spent on federal lobbying <clears throat> just to you know make sure that these harsh laws that are out there um stay in place particularly like drug laws and stuff like that and for these longer sentences because again you got yourself a nice cheap employee up in there and for people who want to go to the Fusebox Radio um, archives and um, 
the interview with the um, Pulitzer Prize um, winning author of Slavery by Another Name um, interview that we did about a year or two ago. Um, no, this, no doubt. Big up to Mr. Blackman. Um, this situation has existed for a long time, but now the private prison industry is really deep in this country. So beforehand, it was more of a state thing. Despite the fact of the, the number of immigrants and, and Hispanics in their biggest, the, the biggest group they like to mess with is still black folks, despite the increase in Hispanics, because they want to affect the truth. <laughs> their first closest to black, first, first closest to God has the most color in their skin and who they hate the most. Um, you know, that, that's just how that is, unfortunately. And, you know, even bringing up other situation for people who are like, well, this... Well, I'm sure some people might be like, well, that don't affect me. Um, this affects a lot of people, yo, you know, especially people who also have a certain economic standing. No doubt. So, you know, people of all different types of ethnic backgrounds, and again, especially with these drug situations where some people either get addicted or, you know, that cat might be pitching a dime of weed on the corner or whatever. And they have that thing where, you know, at least back in the day, people fronted like prison was supposed to be about rehabilitation. People aren't doing that at all no more, you notice. You don't really hear about, well, let's try to get these cats educated and trained so they can go back into society and and be okay in society. A lot of these heads, they don't want to be okay in society. And this particular story kind of just says why. They're like, yo, we, we need some money, man. And the day nobody in this prison, we ain't making no bread. Harsh as it sounds, you know. It's a deep story. Um, you can go to thinkprogress.org. The title of the story is Private Prison Spend Millions on Lobbying to Put More People in Jail. Or just do a search for that title. This article should come up. It's not really that long. It leaks to a bunch of good stuff. Um, it's um, very, very interesting. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say you want to speak about the 106 thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely want to speak on that. That's actually going to be the um, next thing we're going to um, hop on. And uh, one interesting comment, I posted up this story on um, my personal Facebook site, the facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio. And uh, one of um, our um, commenters who actually um, does stuff on Oh Hell Nah blog, shout out to you there, Mr. Wilfredo and all that. He was like, man, look here. I listen. Uh, he's like, I live in what's quote unquote a third world country, but at least our government tries to front like that they don't care about us. Y'all's is kind of different. I was like, hmm, that's kind of deep. I'm summarizing it, of course. I mean, anybody who goes to the Facebook page and is a member can see that um, message. But just food for thought on that. Food for thought on that. And um, now, one or two just kind of random stories. Um, a little more on the lighthearted side and ranty side before we get into stuff. As people here said, I'm feeling all talky and healthy now. There's a little bit of a longer in- intro, but meh. Oh, well. You'll be hearing pretty much straight music after this, so you'll get it. Um, um, I mean, the tweet, the tweet that the dude said. No, I, I know what you're talking about. <coughs> I was actually going to segue into that before I went into other things. Um, for people who are looking into the Twitter world universe, you know, you see celebrities and semi-celebrities and quarter celebrities and all these other bootleg cats who just happen to get themselves on TV making comments some good some bad some a little out there some sane etc etc like any other normal person does but every once in a while you see um a level of jackassery where you're like wow is it that serious is your bubble that you live in that that non-penetrable where you just think this makes sense and everybody's just going to yes man you 
um, pardon me, excuse me, and um, one of those situations, which I saw on um, one of the gossip blogs this week, was with um, Terrence J., one of the latest hosts of uh, BET 106 Apart, and he had a comment where he was trying to talk about that, <coughs> excuse me, he doesn't, you know, argue with anybody below his tax bracket. First and foremost, anybody who makes that statement is terribly sheltered mentally and otherwise. Because for one, you can get wisdom and everything anywhere. Secondly, if you're that way, that means somebody who probably had less money than you or whatever else you felt that had status, you know, you're mad that somebody can still prove you wrong or be smarter than you no matter what type of stuff that people gas your head up with. Or whatever. And secondly, no offense, bro, it's BET. Black Entertainment Television, Cooning, TV 101, whatever. BET ain't really respectable, yo. <laughs> Not now. We aren't talking about like early 90s and 80s BET. We're talking about 2011 BET, where, you know, even 106 at Park ain't as hot as it was when I used to be in college about 10, 10 or so years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> so on that level, Stop, stop the madness. I'm not saying that 106 at Park was the hottest thing out there in the first place, but I'm sorry, you know, AJ and Free kind of defecate on the current 106 at Park right now. No doubt. And um, their particular era. And secondly, you know you're not making that much damn money on BET. <laughs> Most people on BET ain't balling, and again, I just don't like the insecurity of that comment and the talking down to people on that comment. I'm like, you probably on Twitter and somebody probably made you upset because they actually made some sense. They're all like, Negro, it ain't that serious and you're not that hot. So, you know, just a level of pseudo-celebrity and semi-celebrity in, in general where people just feel that they can just say anything and not be refuted on a certain level or debated on a certain level. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, and I'm glad to have seen throughout various sites that posted up that tweet that people, you know, got into his backside for that. So, that was just my opinion. Judah? One thing is for sure, if he had said, I don't argue with people who don't love me, I wouldn't, I would have maybe looked at that differently. And it's not a credibly big deal, because there's a whole lot of weak Negroes in this, in, in this era that we're in. So, you know, it's here or there. You're probably going to hear more comments like that. But for a black person who, is, who lives in the Virginia, Maryland area, who is not dark skin, you know, because darker skin people, they see lighter skin people, they they, 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 they they see certain things and vibrations about them that people who are dark skin don't see. And, um, and, and such comments really reflect people, really remind me of a white woman going to a tennis salon. I want to look black, but I still want to be white. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that's, to me, what all that was. The black person that, wants, that likes to look black, but they really want to be white. And they're glad that their hair ain't nappy, and they're glad they're not dark-skinned, and they're glad that they are able to kiss up the white people enough and to be a soulless Negro and to be acceptable. So, in a way, you got to be glad individuals say anything so they can identify themselves as a soulless one and, 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 and as a, 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 a whore prostitute to uh, racist white people. All right? Word up. And, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's BET, you know. You're not really anybody if you are on BET. It's like getting a BET award. I know that's coming up this week. Like, the BET award is essentially the equivalent of getting, like, extra potato wedges at the chicken shack. It ain't really that serious. Unless it's, like, one of them Legends Awards or old school joints. 
Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you know, there's like Patti LaBelle and LaBert and yeah. all these other type of people, or, you know, the real dope old school hip hop heads. You know, looking at the lineup, I mean, even this year, I know people usually, you know, look forward to when I kind of ramble a little bit on Twitter when I watch these award shows or whatever. I don't even know if I want to watch the award show. Because I'm not even, like, excited about anything. Like, I'll probably, like, try to look on there and be like, oh, Pat LaBelle's on, because I know she's going to, like, destroy whoever sings her tribute. And they can be dope people, but Pat LaBelle's Pat LaBelle. She's, she's still on it. Shout out to her. I know she's one of the honorees this year. You know, Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? She's one of the honorees this year, and you know, will destroy people. But um, if you put it with Patti LaBelle, you were top to bottom listening to one of the best black vocalists has ever been, has ever lived. So up. people talk about this, this greater than Patti LaBelle, but more than likely they're from the United States, and that's a Reaper Frank or Shaka Khan. But once you get that, you will get the soul essence. Like in that thing, the voice. They had a lot of different things. Gotta be said, black sisters that want it. You know, if, if it ain't if it ain't if, if it ain't those type of people, then more than likely it ain't the real thing. But go ahead. No, I dig that. I mean, just looking at the lineup, I'm like, man, this is a boring, dry ass lineup. <laughs> A performer than everybody else. Most of these cats is like men. I mean, Jill Scott's on there. Um, shout out to her. Yeah. The album is pretty nice. I, I dig that new album. Yeah, um, uh, that, that new video. <laughs> mostly all stuff that Jill Scott has. Jill Scott. Jill Scott is to me the premier R&B uh, vocalist. You know, I put Jill Scott above above most. I put I put Jill Scott above above all the women that make more money than her in the business who are, who are singers. Mm-hmm. And she actually has good songwriting production too. Like some of these chicks can sing. I won't front, but you know some of these joints. Which you know, if people check out my Beyonce review. I'm pretty much just very making a very short summation. It's like some people try too hard, or some something is lacking. Whether it's a feeling or whatever else, they might be technically dope. And um, you know, Joe Scott has all that in space. My personal opinion. But I mean, besides folks like her and some other people, it's like really the only reason I would even watch this is to clown it. And it's not even like an exciting clowning where it's like, oh, there's somebody I really don't like. Ooh, it's like, mm. oh wow. You want good? You want modern soul by females? Jill Scott is probably your best bet. Uh, there's a whole lot of other sisters out there, but Jill is premier in that. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, random beat here. That out there. Um, one story in I guess the world of the weird and whatnot, which we done doing the talks for before we get into the show. Um, let me see here. Random story from Indiana, and this is going to just sound like it's made up, but it's not made up. It's by Associated Press. Before I say anything, um, an Amish man sent more than six hundred sexual text messages. To a 12-year-old girl, they randomly dialed on a cell phone, and they tried to meet up with said girl, and they arrived at the horse and the horse and the buggy. <laughs> Sounds messed up, right? This, this sounds like a Santa Not Live skit or something. And um, yeah, bugged out. Amish dude with some 26-year-old dude. They're facing charges and stuff now, of course. Um, the reason this was found out was because um. The, the 12 year old um, girl <coughs> was like um, getting text messages and luckily they mom's one of them types who um, checks what's going on they their daughter's phone or whatever and they're like there's a number of some other stuff that I don't recognize and they were like you know what give me this phone and they were just trying to be real but like look this is owned by well they, they friendly like they were the 12 year old girl 
or whatever. They pulled like one of them old Dateline, you know, um, MSNBC child sting joint that um, Chris Hansen did a few years ago. And um, this is how folks got caught up because, you know, people start out that little, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. And they got into asking for, you know, naked pics and, you know, one to get it in and you know, all of that good stuff. And, um, yeah, they got caught up. And besides the fact that dude rolled up to a house and a horse and buggy, which is just like a big, you know, WTF, what the, mm, type of situation where it's like, word, that's, that's Amish balling right now. I was like, I thought the Amish could have used cell phones. I thought they could use electricity. Come to find out in this particular story, they were like, <coughs> they have some folks who use it for business and other types of stuff, but they don't use it in the home. Or um, whatever. And I guess it goes to show, maybe, maybe some of these Amish catch it right. Sometimes this tech is the devil. It was a devil for this dude, man. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they get slick like the, you know, like the, um, like the Pope <laughs> and the Archbishops and all them other people. You know what I'm saying? You know, in, in, in their man-made beliefs. Amish belief and Roman Catholicism is man-made belief, so otherwise they wouldn't be as much having sex with little boys and doing such unnatural things if God was in it. That's a man-made belief for the sake of poli- poli- for politics and colonialism. And conquering hands and conquering people's minds to get in the pocket. And look, I was just like, Amish dude with cell phone gets caught sexting and going to jail. But this just sounds wrong. <laughs> oh. He was black. They, they put his black ass under the jail, so send them to No, well, I'm sure they're gonna go to jail. I mean, shoot, you know, we saw all them joints go, and I think what kills me is in a technological age by now, like, I'm not a man, so I can't say how it would be for a man and all that type of stuff. But it's like, by now, people know this tech. If you do something stupid, it's mad traceable one way or the other. Whether it was um, homeboy from New York who just um, gave up his congressional seat, um, Anthony Weiner, to this and all this other type of stuff. I'm, that that urge must be a mug because they're people who just play with some serious fire and a lot of them get caught up and burned for some whatever but I don't know but weird story man and like yeah, I said I like, and like I said horse, I horse and buggy urge, I think it's partially the urge and partially uh, most people not necessarily being in the right state of mind in the begin with you know what I'm saying because we have a lot of people walking around who ain't been raised like you know, and then you got stupid people talking about uh, uh, people who ain't got no home trainer and the raised right up more wanted. That's a stupid ass that they're gonna say stuff like that. But, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, you got people, well, um, uh, when people are properly uh, raised and bonded and nurtured, they still have sexual urges, but they don't necessarily go out like that. You know what I'm saying? And there's plenty of people who, who don't molest children and who don't do that. Who have, you know, you know, uh, uh, maybe what they call natural or normal sexual urges. So it just goes to show you this individual was already off. And then, you know, the technology just helped him stay off. You know. No doubt. I mean, there's just a lot of cats, man, who, if they might have had something in a thought room, they end up playing themselves when the tech comes into play. And it just gets crazy, but yeah. And again, man, I don't know. I got caught up with the horse and buggy thing, and honestly, I'm like, who the hell rolls up to a spot in a horse and buggy? 
how inconspicuous are you? At least we saw these Dateline NBC joints back in the day. You know, they might park their car around the corner. Or far away or walk or do whatever else. Who the hell's not going to be like, there was an Amish dude who came up with a horse and buggy to see your daughter? The hell? But anyway. <laughs> Wrong type of barn raising. But anyway. Um, last, um, kind of crazy story. Um, celebrity name changes. Um, Ron Artest is ready to, um, legally change his name. Do you know to what, John Judah? I really don't even care, but what is it? <laughs> nah, I really don't care. I just thought it was funny. He wants to change his name to World Peace. <laughs> so next time we see something on the basketball court, we can be like, World Peace done punched out a referee. Or whatever else. Kind of weird, man. I just thought it was I'm not mad at Ron When Ron Artest was written, I'm glad he did that. To this, I, my, my grave, I'll go and say Ron Artest and them cats was right. You know what I'm saying? Because you got black people who have been in stands for for, for, for for decades who got harassed and couldn't really do nothing. And um, this dude re- represented. Also, I want to make a quick comment on, um, I think it was in the Washington Examiner, I think there was some brother that wrote on the new racist and calling black youth the new racist for, for maybe uh, um, uh, attacking certain people in certain parts of the country. Let's so say this nigga who wrote this is stupid and foolish. And um, for even, in, you know, um, for even even um, coming at it like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because uh, black people are still the most um, uh, 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 um, disrespected by the law, the police, uh, the medical establishment, medical establishment, uh, uh, um, pharmaceutical establishment, um, and many different things. So though I, I don't necessarily justify beating up on innocent people so as long as these things go into raps and they, and, they, and, they, and they try to do things to black people without them knowing it, whether they make them sick through the food they eat or through experimentations or through um, giving more blacks um, uh, their sentences than white than anybody else um, or uh, uh, locking them up more you know as long as that is consistent then there's going to be some type of energy imbalance and therefore individuals that's going to happen that's just how that, that's just how it works. And you know, I guess it's easy for them to get some weak knee again to say certain things about about it. Actually I'm trying to find out this brother's name. Actually not a brother, this is this this, this demon demonoid again name, but I think it's Walter something. But no, I think it was in the examiner, Washington Examiner, and that's like a paper that they they um, get pass out to people in the morning who are going to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess it was meant for me to see that. Cause, um, you know, because you know, it was, it was a black dude talking about the new races or whatever, and that Obama, come trying to talk about Obama and Eric Holder are almost like, um, in some ways, sanctioned, baby, as if you know, you know, you know, big up to those two, but as if you know, they're the most pro-black, or as if they are on the side of you know, uh, uh, or, or as if you know, as if they are really on the side of black people harming people, or for that matter, um, uh, um. Uh, any wrongdoing for that matter. So, but you just, I just wanted to bring that up. I can't really find. I knew it was in the Washington Examiner the other day, and a brother made a comment in reference to that. But you know, just to show that you know there are some foolish Negroes in in, in media, and that's that's why we exist to um to kind of counterbalance that. All right, that, no that, doubt. That evil stuff. 
No, no doubt, no doubt. And bringing up the Washington Examiner, just real quick note, um, they tend to lean more in the direction of how the Washington Times is, more in terms of the right wing type situation. So that's why you would even see something like that in that particular paper um, around the way, you know, um, well, around where people are at in the D.C. metro. Um, like how they have the uh, metro in New York or whatever, like that free newspaper everybody gets when they get on the train or public transportation or whatever. Um, here we have the Washington Examiner. And um, I can't remember the name of the post one right now, the one that watched them post on um, cosigns. But um, we got about two of those type of papers, besides the weekly Washington City paper, so forth and so on. And the Washington Examiner does lean real on the quote unquote right wing slash, which is a whole other thing. Why the hell they call it right wing when it's wrong, but anyway. Um, right wing, um, I guess Republican type of stances. So, honestly, when you told me that article came from the Washington Examiner, I'm not the least bit surprised. Because oh, yeah, the, the main type of article... Sorry. Mm-hmm. Williams. Okay. Williams is his name. Looks like a poster inside, too. You know what I'm saying? He said, uh, Examiner Collins is a nationally syndicated... Uh, syndicated by a creative syndicate. So, looks like, like some bias. That's how I'm scared of white folks. But, he don't know, uh, excuse me, he don't know what he's talking about. Damn, dude, Judah. We, we, we got you on this lane. We got to do some editing for, for, for our clean station. It's all good, though. It's all good. We, we got the passion. I, I ain't mad at it. Or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, stuff like this, which actually is kind of a good topic. Sorry again for everybody. This is one of them type of long intros that type of week. Our long-time listeners know how it is for our short-term or our new listeners. We're going to get into some joints in probably the next two to three minutes, so hold it down, um, especially for our podcast people. Um, essentially... When you have those type of publications, you have people who, because they want to feel like they want to fit in and with that particular crowd, they're American. They let go of the black American or African American or fill in the blank of your ethnicity American. They just And to be that type of American means you got to diss everybody else who's not the waspy version or whatever of what that is, even if you are a person of color. So hearing it from that angle doesn't surprise me. It's like um, that that cat from I think South Carolina or whatever who's um supposedly trying to run for president, Herman Cain. Um, that that Negro was a trip. He almost makes Clarence Thomas look like he's supposed to have like a like, Panther Party sign. That shows how far gone he is, or whatever. But this dude. Um, he is a Republican. He's one of the people who so far are saying they're trying to get the Republican nomination for the presidency in the upcoming year. And, what um, state he represent? Hmm? What state does he represent? I think South Carolina, if I remember properly. Off the top of my head. And, um, this actually just brought up a quick, I'm going to be real quick about this. Um, just brought up a story I saw earlier in the week where he was talking about, well, you know, I don't want to be called African American. I just want to be called American. Blah 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 blah. This causes divisions and A B C D E F G. I'm like fine. African American or Black American don't want your punk ass around anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you know. Or as um, I've been using the term lately, some people have brought offense to it, some haven't. He's a polit tycoon. He's a coon doing politics. So I'm like, you know, I ain't never really call you black or African American no damn way. So, the day to you, you know, folks like you and other people who, you know, wanted this black folks, I'm like, let yourselves be known so, so so we can call you out or not support you when you get caught up. Look what happened to Tiger Woods. He was, he was Cabalasian, but, you know, 
Kyle Lazen, they protected his ass from that story came up, not saying it needed to be. <laughs> and he ain't he won nothing since. See, he, 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 he pushed his white folks so much that when they came down on him, he couldn't shake it mentally because he offended his God. Now, now you see him losing a lot. Losing you know, a whole lot. Hey, People are trying to knock him out the box in the, on the mainstream media now, in case you haven't known. I forget who's the guy who won the last Masters. But now they're all of a sudden trying to be like, well, you know, man, he might be the new Tiger Woods. And he hasn't even really won as much as Tiger Woods yet or made some certain accomplishments. But that just goes to show all that pseudo-loyalty. Or trying to be like, well, everybody thinks black is bad, so I'm going to distance myself from black as far as possible. That didn't help him out one bit. Because they still saw him as a due to color infringing on their territory, which in that particular case was the sport of golf. So... Yeah, that, that just, I just had to get on that little bit of ramble because that Washington Examiner situation made me think of that type of thing. So, anyway. anyway, um, oh, but just to end it on a relatively calm note, um, the Jill Scott album is tight, in my personal opinion, and the Random Acts album for my people like Boom Bappy type of like hip hop is dope, um, consists of, um, Sean Price, Duck Down Records, um, Black Milk, and, um, Guilty Simpson that mentioned that Detroit NY vibe. Pretty cool album. Shout out to the music for that. Then getting my um, head nod and jam onto that um, since it dropped. And um, yeah, two joints I would actually say go and buy those albums. Oh, the Ledesi album is type too. Legacy album, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the Legacy album is type too. Um, a little more on the R&B end than the jazz. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Some music recommendations and all that good stuff. And oh, on a geeky note, I'm not really being into fantasy type of stuff, but Game of Thrones on HBO is tight. That is a dope, dope series. They just ended the um, I just saw the season finale um, on demand um, yesterday, so I ended up missing when they showed it. And um, people who like that kind of episodic type of thing, I mean, it's not like so fantasy. It's like geeky, like oh blah blah blah. Nobody can act or whatever else. And it's just boring and dry. Um, it's it's a dope series. It's it's a very very dope series. It's, like I don't really get caught up in too much new episodic type of TV. Um, people who see me normally you know, more kind of like a comedy geek or documentary thing or whatever. But um, tight show, man. I mean, I'm not gonna give any spoilers because I know game, some Game of Thrones people are very into their thing. Like I said, I just watched a joint yesterday. I tried to avoid all the stuff they said on the but, um, good series. I always appreciate good, um, type of television. And Treme is tight, too. People sleep on Treme on HBO. Um, a series about post Katrina, um, New Orleans. And, um, yeah. Some good entertainment for everybody. And, um, yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, we had one of our epic intros this week, but it's all good. Covered a lot of stuff, got into a lot of things, good and vibe. And, um, yep, for about the next bit of show, you're just going to be pretty much hearing some straight tunes besides the, um, commentary segment. <coughs> and we're about to go in, pardon me. 21st century black radio for the masses, not watered-down urban radio, not sell-out radio, not cornball radio. This is the syndicated Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah broadcasting worldwide since 98 on your FM dial and that radio station podcast or website about the bring in noise and all the other good stuff so get ready to head nod um 
toe tap, dance on um, whatever have you through the musical journey that both myself and John Judah will be giving you for the next two thirds of the show. All right, peace. Every day, yeah, Fusebox coming out to play. Yeah. We interpret the day. What's the deal? It's MC Light. You're checking out the Fusebox, bringing the best of hip hop and R&B from all over. It's DJ Fusion. Take a new beat and make a brand new fashion. Give a record a thrash and why he scratching? And when he's done, he won't believe a ration. The man who's got the gift of finesse so fresh and hands so swift. No, he's not a myth. This man does exist. And if there's any doubt, the man's in the fist. On the serious tip, you want something new and his brother's it. Rex, he wrecks him, slights and slaying. And the force of his cuts is to keep the whole place swaying. Correct me if I'm wrong. But doesn't this label state that this brother is strong? He's got the cut to smooth the screen. His name is Diamond D, and he's super green. There's no substitute for this man. Not an orchestra or band. It's safe to say that he's the grand supreme. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Here's the scratch. I feel the thunder. You want to rob this a master? Drop one. Then Diamond D will bust a cut like a shotgun. Because he's drastic and sarcastic. Hmm. Oh, pardon me, vinyl's the word. What, you stupid? Haven't you heard? Cause he's riper, about to get hyper. Knocking off DJs like a sniper. Putting heads to bed and brothers to rest. Cause he's one of the best and nothing less. Talking about the man that makes you scream. He's my DJ and he's supreme. Now, Diamond, all the cue. What you see is what you get. Diamond D, hit him with the alphabet. Plainer. 
Rhyme and D will remain at the top of the list. You can't resist. You try to ditch. You get hit with a fist like this. And those who wish to try swing. But remember just one thing. Think before you step up. Cause Diamond D's cuts to creep up. They've got you. Then I'll watch you squirm. Cause you're too dumb to learn. He's got the cut to smooth the scream. His name is Diamond D. He's supreme. DJ Diamond D.
You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Right now, it's a legendary DJ Marley Mar. We on the fuse box. Okay. You know how we get down. Black kill. What it do? Uh-huh. This is for everybody. Listen. Everybody love a star. Every chick want freaking the fresh dip for pushing the car. Everybody wanna fight the power, light the powder. Sean Price for President Eisenhower. Everybody wanna rap the best, scrap the best, clap the sketch, Steven Seagal, snap your neck. Everybody know Jesus is black. Everybody know the trigger finger was used to squeeze the cat. Everybody know gas is high, past the lie. Stash the crack when the cops can pass by. Everybody wanna act so cool, like a jazz musician. Throw cancer from a 
pack of cools. Everybody wanna sign the cotch. Seven dollars a record. Stop lying, you ain't getting that guap. Everybody wanna beat from black and the verse from guild. Everybody hating, wanting to kill. Nobody, no, nobody wanna be at the bottom. Uh, broke barely making it, sick and not making no dollars. Uh, so you wanna be on top of the world watching a whole topless on top of your. Uh. Second, wanna be the tough guy and hold still Cause nobody wants to be weak and show fear That's why most people get killed But nobody wants to feel the bullet when the gun's still Feel them handcuffs get put away for months But that's what nobody wants Being done and appearing right to the end But nobody wanna see life come to an end nah. Nobody wanna see their time gone and Nobody likes when they high flown no hoes, no riches, don't have no shine Nobody wanna be that guy, no Yeah Somebody, yo Somebody needs to take the blame. These dudes throwing rent money up just to make it rain. Front for a broad that don't even care about him. She don't even love herself. She fought for wealth. Looking for a man she feels somebody. So she can feel she's somebody. Brain dead, but give gray head. With a sassy mouth at the club, whole ass out. Somebody gonna holler. Pay the love, probably. I won't lie, the chick got somebody. Nice ass and shit. She got one hobby money. Catch her in the hotel lobby. Looking for somebody. Spend cash. Big ass finds out where the brick stash. You need at least one shoddy. Or be a John Doe when they find somebody. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. I called you on a Thursday. I waited for your call. You didn't respond to me, yeah. And I called you on a Friday. You didn't respond. I've been waiting patiently. Baby, phone, phone, I can't wait no more Somebody else is sniffing at my dress, hey Somebody is checking for a sister And I'm sorry you're about to get left
wanted to be with you, but you don't feel me. You can't hear me. I I got to make this next move. I gotta do what a sister gotta do. And if that hurts you, well then it hurts you. I gotta make a move. I'm gonna do it too like.
ain't even lying when I say I was trying to get some shine. I was dying inside, but my mind wasn't confined. I would brainstorm and dream of warm nights in my line. Knew I would be the bomb if I tighten up my rhyme. Then they call me Mr. Crack. Picture that what type of shit is that? Just was pitching in a Cincinnati fitted cat. Figured it out. I had the skills to kill a hell of track. Still, I feel a need to build with real Where I'm at, where we at, Jack? Here we go. It's like a merry go. Round seesaw. Up and down, I don't know where to go. In the booth, I blow the roof off Larry Gold Studio. Gin and juice, like back when Snoop was there. It was so hard, but now it's easy. I'm George, you can be wheezy. It's hard, Grand and I'm known as PDPD. Got this way out in Japan. I'm a king, would have been a shame if I ain't changed. Why much to the beat of someone else's drum when my drum beats just fine? Forbes list of top 25 money earners in music and the newly released report from the National Urban League of Black Inequality in the United States should be paired and used by even the most ardent lovers of hip-hop as proof of one very powerful lesson. The blackness on top only masks the deepening levels of blackness at the bottom. Hip-hop, the broader entertainment industry, and the presidency of Barack Obama, all as much as anything else in this country, splendidly demonstrate the point. Heavily promoted blackness masks black suffering while enriching a mostly white male elite. The Forbes list shows the problem in microcosm. The success of a few rappers hasn't helped the rest of the hip-hop community any more than the election of the first black president has helped black people. And in neither case do the rewards of a select few compare to that which they create for their respective betters. In fact, in each case, the respective betters are mostly housed on Wall Street, where each do better than their more highly promoted and meticulously selected blacker representatives. So, for instance, and according to Forbes, the highest-earning rap group, the Black Eyed Peas, earned roughly $61 million over the last 12 months. But this is not even half what the top-earning band made over that same last year. U2 pulled in about $195 million. And neither amount amounts to much compared to the revenues generated by the owner of the label that owns both of these groups. Vivendi, the parent company of Universal Music Group, was well over $40 billion in 2010. As it is below, so it is above. In the macrocosm, according to a recent National Urban League study, the standard of living gap between white and black Americans has actually worsened during the time of the blackest face in the highest place, the Obama presidency. 
So just as the highest earning black musicians bring in less than about half of their richest counterparts, black America's standard of living is only about 70% that of whites and dropping. And even when the highest earning rap group is often referred to as multiracial and multi-ethnic, and even though it's fronted by a white woman, they still can't close these divides. And even when the president is black and fronted by white corporations, black inequality persists and gets worse. And for real, as big as hip-hop is globally, none of the other five black faces on that Forbes list are strictly hip-hop. Jay-Z and P. Diddy make more of their money through other ventures. Beyonce, Usher, and Rihanna are pop-singing sometime actors. Hip-hop isn't even on the list. It's as broke as the communities that produced it. But just as it would take the accumulated sum of all those other five black faces on that Forbes list to reach the top white group, the Urban League report shows that the accumulated sum of a black president leaves black people still having less than half the access to health care as whites, but still twice the unemployment. And all those top black musicians still leaves the bulk in hip-hop needing equal pay and health care themselves. Just ask the grassroots artist movement who have been trying to organize around that for years. But the real point is that in the end, as Jim Hightower pointed out recently, the biggest thieves walk off with it all with no questions asked, like the hedge fund manager who made $2.4 million an hour last year, or all those major corporations who pay no taxes while we are forced to watch schools close and teachers blamed. It is always a good exercise to compare popularly touted individual success stories with the conditions of the communities they've escaped. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Jared Ball. Online, visit us at blackagendareport.com. You are now. One, two, three, five. You are now, are now, are now. Tune in to the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio to the masses. The hottest DJ Fusion. Yo, who want what? Hollering you tough, see the bottom of my chucks. Heavy bottom for your trunk. Heads nodding, acknowledging the funk. Apologies to one, trying to break the trance, following the young. Product of the slum, speak power with his tongue, keep souring his blunt. I ain't gotta validate my town. Half of y'all was conceived to the sound. North side, where they feed on the crab. Where they breed, how to lead in the crowd. But greed is in season now. Teens got degrees and found. Even your frown or leaving the gown. You from a live hood stomp on the ground. Trying to get free, so you need to go. And you can bleed if you need to, yo. 
Bringing the hatred back Show up at the White House with basic black It's all power, let's take it back Before all your little bank statements crash Let's serve the heads of the Fed Reserve Either stand up for the end of curves Probably being watched as a penny's worth Here's the middle finger for your lenses, sir This is your general speaking Can't holding my genitals cheating And yo, fuck these clowns Go hard, stomp your feet on the ground Check this out. This is Chuck the Republic Enemy. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. Chin. Oh. I know you've been waiting. It's that Black Sunday. Mother. These bad dad, dark old back. Third album and five ones. You can't top that. I was bred in the ghetto, so my heart all black. First check off rap, I went and bought me a strap. Say he getting soft. I'm a leader, I don't ask for respect I ain't a reach to look A little arrogant, young ass veteran Going hate with they ass, pay the settlement Never settling, backpedaling Hip hop sick, yeah my flow is the medicine And you will never win, know who I'm better than Everybody, y'all, the game gon' let me in You got a weak flow, we let the heat blow Shotgun shell is the size of an Evo You a snitch, you in spots where police go Please, I keep a beats in these streets, yeah My goons never tell, fighters never worry Fake, disciple, boss never yell As far as measuring, well below retail Known to get it in, now lack detail So what you talking about? I know you heard of me, the boy scholar hot And I ain't have to say it verbally Nothing going down, moving up vertically Keep tongue hustling, the hood to get the word to me Your data blow is untimely, look at jump off I ain't seen him since he ran from Illuminati You don't should have had better luck I be on top like I'm stuck Got the game like handcuffed Last time I said you pay me And lately your pockets been slim No shady All I do is get girls Have no babies I ain't crazy I'm just crazy And I'm never lazy I got mad work Beam them up the sky I got Cap Kirk I told Sutter King Bless that Southern name I only worry about the top And no one else to aim I set the bar real high I'm the one to blame Your career's in the toilet Down the drain You wanted with who? You coming for who? Why you think you coming for me? I'm coming for you I spit it I get it I live it You is slipping It's vivid The way that I spit it You don't get it It's a whole new era Whole nother album The question is me And who wanna solve the problem? I'm sort of came Have you- 
Stop sleeping with the enemy. Big bag and never so deep. Team of the century. We tip from murder mass to the Carolinas. And Hamasinus is burning grass like a forest fire. I'm brimstone to put in heaven. Dropping heavy like a Led Zeppelin. Got the world watching like the royal wedding. I give you nightmares. You waking up in soil bedding. This fire got me higher than the price of oil's getting. Destroying, shredding, beheading, deading these veterans. He's gone. Let the reverend in. I'm everything they never been. Devilish grin. Big burn. Vocal bills above. Music makes me high. When I flow, you can feel the drugs. Permeating your system. Escaping hell on earth. The game has never been the same since Miguel was birthed. I just returned with Donnie Darko and Sutter Kane. Virtuoso. Don't you ever forget the name. You need a hundred brains to match with. We running trains on the game's big bang. Hungry like a fat. Get your ass kicked. Drastic. Spitting that plastic. I'm rashing to the death. Plus the track. Something classic. Lead fast and spastic. Paraplegic. At the art of war. I'm very strategic. I'm so raw. They can barely believe it. You ain't packing. You back and iron. You bury your name. Leave you buried in semen. While your wife carry my deep inside her ovaries. Hope she can birth the child. Dope as me. Vocally. I'm choking these rappers on the They've been talking. You a dead man. Now listening to Fusebox Radio, DJ Criminology legit, legalized dope to get me mega rich Salafi We can all get by if we unify Getting chinky eye off the stimuli Blazing the cut And all that good stuff Six feet walk with a strut On these New York streets like baby what? Anything can happen, it usually does I'm from Staten, the Allen Beat me on G Street, the Gallion Everything is real, ain't nothing funky Counterfeit rapper, half a bungee He's in it for the monties M-O-N-E-Y But you can't take it with you when you die Salafi high Clans in the area, 
Table tens in the area We got Shaolin in the area Pick up yourself, black man My brothers, hell is the plan for the other Discover, discover, discover Come on, come on New lands for you, man, and your family Reminisce on back in the days Can it be? It was all so simple then We all kin and black skin Original Don set the trend Let's be men, if not for us Then for the babies, the little ones The revolution has now begun Welcome to Media Minutes, a weekly review of news related to media and democracy. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. Do you think you own your phone and you can do what you want with it? Well, think different. Because the company that made Think Different its corporate slogan thinks you can't be trusted to responsibly use the products it sells to you. Apple plans to patent a technology that can detect when people are using their iPhone cameras and shut them down. Free Press online campaign manager Josh Levy says that our cell phones are deeply personal devices that should remain under our control. Even taking a picture of your friends now becomes not just your own activity, but it's an activity that becomes mediated or gatekept by a third party. And we think that that's an incredible breach of privacy and free speech, both of which need to be protected. Although Apple says in its patent application that the technology is intended to stop concertgoers from recording video, Levy worries about other ways the technology may be used. Consider the role that camera phones have played in the rallies, the protests, the revolutions in the Middle East over the last six months, and the role that camera phones have played in calling attention to police abuses here at home. Camera phones are an incredibly democratizing force in our society. And the fact that nearly every person in the Western world and increasingly beyond has access to a camera in their pocket that's networked is incredibly empowering. So imagine now that governments and corporations have access to a tool that can shut down those cameras when they're not happy with the rallies or the protests that are taking place on the street or any other human activity that is not condoned by that government, by that corporation. Right now, the focus is on the iPhone. But Levy points out that if Apple introduces this technology, it won't be long before others follow suit. This would be trendsetting in a negative way. Just as Apple has led the way with the introduction of the iPod 10 years ago, the iPhone, etc., other technology companies follow its lead. We think that just the introduction of technology like that could have terrible consequences, and we need Apple to just take a step back and make the right decision to not go forward with it at all. Free Press has launched a campaign to tell Apple CEO Steve Jobs to stop plans for cell phone censorship technology. For more information, go to savetheinternet.com. And now for some Media Minutes updates. 
College Radio, that haven of strange sounds, news, and experimental formats typically found to the left of the dial, has been not so quietly disappearing from the airwaves in a number of communities across the country. In particular, three multi-million dollar sales have gained a lot of attention and publicity in the last six months alone. The University of San Francisco's KUSF, Rice University's KTRU in Houston, and Vanderbilt University's WRVU in Nashville. The buyers have all been looking to switch from student and community programmed stations to an unlikely format, classical music. At KTRU, the university president had declared the station a, quote, vastly underutilized resource. Community members, DJs, and station supporters vastly disagreed. And despite the vast public outcry from supporters, the Federal Communications Commission approved the sale in April. Behind the scenes of these sales is Public Radio Capital, a national nonprofit organization that was involved in the sale of San Francisco's KUSF and Houston's KTRU. PRC's leadership has hinted that more sales are in the works for the future, and that this is a trend that won't be slowing down anytime soon. Earlier this year, Wisconsin became the first state in the country to give back federal funding for broadband build-out for community institutions like libraries, police, and fire departments. Why? Because AT&T, who has literally been allowed to write telecommunications policies in the state by lawmakers, did not want competition with its own services. Most recently, the telecom giant has taken aim at a statewide public network called WISCnet, which has provided internet access to high schools and libraries across the state for the last 20 years. Thanks in large part to a public outcry at the State House last week, the program will remain funded for at least another two years while it is studied. You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit www.freepress.net. DJ Fusion.
now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse. Is he the one that you belong to? 
years ago I can still feel the connection And it's stronger than before So baby, do you ever think of me When you're at home all by yourself Do you have regrets like I do with somebody else Is he the one that you belong to Or did I push you in his arms Ooh. Is he the one you're making love to Or is it me you're thinking of Ooh. I got bad for you I got it bad for you Here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects The Jump Off, your hottest daily five minute dose of entertainment and college news, brought to you by the Black University Radio Network. And on today's show, I'll tell you why seven to ten glasses of water per day is essential to the human body's survival not juice, not soda pop, or flavored water. Two or three quick 10-minute workouts per day are just as effective as longer workouts. So cut the excuses, and I'll let you know some. And producer, songwriter, and artist Lonnie Burrell is in the HBCU studios today, and he has a hot new spicy single, Favor, featuring Kelly Rowland of Destiny Child. And he will give us some insight on where the record came from. All right here next, don't move, on Direct Effects. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But sometimes they can be very tough to say, especially when your son or daughter wants to talk to you about joining the U.S. Army. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But if you find the strength to say them to your son or daughter, you'll hear the opportunity to create a future that's stronger than you ever imagined. A future full of advanced training in over 150 careers, along with the discipline and leadership skills they need to succeed in any situation. Add tuition assistance and up to $40,000 in enlistment bonuses, and soon you'll realize the U.S. Army is a viable option. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words. But if you say them to your son or daughter when they want to talk about joining the U.S. Army, you'll hear the thought put into their decision. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You make them strong. We'll make them Army strong. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Girl, relax. I got your back. i never seen you put it in the air like that. Never a little bit. 
chance to sit down with producer, songwriter, and artist Lonnie Burrell. He has a hot new single, Favor, that he penned featuring Kelly Rowland of Destiny Child fame. Now, the single is impacting radio nationally this month, and here is Lonnie speaking on how he ended up with the record. A YouTube video and a Ustream video um, that's out there from when Favor was being created. Myself, Chris Brown, Tiana Taylor, and Kevin McCall wrote the song, and it was produced by Jay Marlin, uh, co-produced by Battle Roy. We, we actually were, we were working on Chris's album at the time, just coming up with some songs. You know, we do maybe about five songs a day, and Favorite was one of the songs we came up with, and Chris ended up not using it because um, he just had too many songs, and I was, I was kind of happy in the back of my mind because I said, well, I can take this record. And so um, it came about, you know, just, just the, the track inspired, and we just, you know, kind of freestyled a concept and just came up with something great, man. And, and I talked to Chris. I said, yo, let me get this record. He was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I said, I know what I'm going to do with it. So he let me have it. He gave me the session. And shout out to Chris Brown and Tiana for just showing me love. And, and even with the idea of putting Kelly Rowland on it, everybody was supportive. And, and um, you know, you got, you got the magic that's out there now. That's Lonnie Burrell. Shout out to Chris Brown for not using that record. And you can check Lonnie out at LonnieBurrell.com or iTunes.com front slash Lonnie Burrell. Thanks for your time and much continued success. Water is absolutely essential to the human body's survival, not juice or soda pop. A person can survive for about a month with no food, but only about five days without water. Water is essential to maintaining a healthy body's weight by increasing metabolism and regulating the appetite. Water leads to increased energy levels. The most common cause of daytime fatigue is mild dehydration, studies show. Drinking 7 to 10 glasses of water per day can decrease the risk of certain types of cancers, including colon, bladder, and breast cancer. Adequate hydration can significantly reduce joint and back pain, flush out waste and bacteria that causes disease, and adequate hydration will prevent and alleviate headaches. Water moisturizes the skin and ensures proper cellular formation to give the skin a healthy glowing appearance. Water is also one of the main aids to proper digestion. Make sure to put the soda and juice down and get your 7 to 10 glasses per day. Drink water. While many of us think we are too busy to exercise, experts are busy taking the little excuses out of the mix. Now, we now know that short, quick workouts, two or three 10-minute workouts throughout the day, can be just as effective as longer workouts. The key is to focus on intensity and use your time wisely. There's a variety of cardio and strength exercises you can do in a short time to get the most out of your exercise time. To get the most out of your 10-minute cardio session, you want to, number one, focus on working harder than usual, do a one-minute brisk walk or march in place, a one-minute light jog outside, around the house, or in place, one minute of jumping jacks, one minute long jumps, jumping forward, landing with both feet together, a one-minute light jog, and finish up with one minute of jumping jacks again. For strength, your 10 minutes should consist of one minute of leg extensions, one minute of leg press, a minute of seated leg curl, calf raises, chest press, seated row, overhead press, bicep curls with cables, and tricep extensions with the rope. Go get it in. 
when urban entertainment news breaks, it's already waiting for you online at EURweb.com. That's www.EURweb.com. EURweb.com. That's going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. Make sure you check us out on our website. That's W at burn1.biz. And check us out on Facebook, front slash Lamar Blackman. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar, and I'm out. Peace. Yeah, you better believe you about video about the about get down. Radio with John Judah, and this is yours truly, Big Guru, the icon.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. Dream of a land my soul is from. I hear a hand stroke on a drum. Shades of delight, cocoa hue. Rich as a night, Afro blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And look at boy, beautiful girl. Dancing for joy, delicate world, shades of delight, cocoa hue, rich as a night, blue. Two young lovers are face to face with honey and lady ways. They gently sway and slip away to some secluded place, shades of delight, cocoa hue. Rich as a night, Afro blue.
frolicking industriously, wrapped in words that balance on God's tongue. I follow the river real I sprung from God's chest, suckling on her breast. My soul, my soul is at rest. At best, my soul is on a path. Rocking you, we're gonna be rocking you. Oh, 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 o
the head is too nappy. Yep, yep, the head is too nappy. But I'm happy. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
with John Judah. Bam, 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 bam,
Listening to the fuse box with John Judah. Oh, Pakrah, 
Two refuse box. Bad to get
massage, ladies and gentlemen. Come to see you. 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
world turns around again You don't understand Nothing more love Cause if you knew you would love me Baby, take my hand And walk along This love is true Baby, I Time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.